This editorially independent podcast is supported by Visit Flanders. Hello? Hello? Hi. Um, well, <laughs> I knew something was going to happen. Film fell in a crash. And uh, I have to go and get him. So this is my wife, Elisa, calling me to tell me that our one-year-old son has fallen in crash and needed to go to hospital. We only have one car, and I had it, on my way to the other side of Belgium to do some reporting, some interviews, and some photography for a story over two days. And I'd booked somewhere to stay overnight to avoid those long drives. Now this was between lockdowns. It's not often that I do that because we've got two young kids. But the type of stories I'm working on, you just can't do those without, you know, putting in the time and going to the places and talking to a lot of people. And I knew, I knew something was going to happen. Uh, he fell and there's like a there's like a thing on his chin, so I might have to go to the hospital with him. Oh my God! Do I, what, should I come back? No, no, no! Don't come back. I'm gonna call mum. I'm gonna go. They're gonna ask Pauline if they can if she can bring us to the hospital. So I'm gonna get ready now and I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to um, see the crash, and maybe Pauline can 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 bring us to the hospital to to see you know to emergency to see if they need to like uh, there's a wee thing in his chin that they might have to like s- like stitch or something I don't know, but anyway um, I'm just calling you to let you know so you know if if you hear me later today or you know just keep doing what you're doing but you know you might have to um, consider. Um, yeah, just, I don't know. Yeah, maybe um, I can come home this evening, maybe, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll let you know. Okay, I have another call from Pauline, probably. Okay. Okay. I have to go. Alright. Yeah, bye. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine, he's fine. He's, he's calm, so it's okay. But okay. He, he was crying, he was crying, but he's fine, he's calm now, so. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Alright. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Pauline owns the crash and uh, was able to give Elisa a lift to the hospital. We saw the incident later because the crash has cameras recording everything in the play area and Fionn had a really nasty fall against one of the tables. But he's totally fine. He got a few stitches in his chin, but mostly he'd forgotten about the incident the next day. Fionn means fur herd in Irish and Fionn was the most fearsome warrior of Irish mythology. Now... Today's podcast is about Flemish stew. So, you know, why the hell am I talking to you about my son? Well, Flemish stew is the family dish in Belgium. It's the dish that children grow up loving with their parents' special variations. It's the dish students long for when they come home from college. It's the dish often made for large family gatherings. One big pot, everyone together. Like many families, mine has had a tough time the past wee while. Fionn was born in 2019 with a collapsed lung and spent the first week of his life in intensive care. And that's kind of an experience that Elisa and I are still trying to process. And then early in 2020, as the COVID pandemic hit Belgium, I was struck down with meningitis and spent a week in hospital. For five months after that, I had bad headaches. And while I was in hospital, Elisa came to visit with her dad. And on their way there, they were involved in a serious car accident. 
Eliza was pregnant at the time. The car was destroyed in the crash, but thankfully both came away unharmed. And our baby was fine. He was born four months ago in September 2020. His name is Oshin. Oshin means little deer in Irish. And Oshin was a poet in Irish mythology. There's been some other health scares in our family recently which have left me feeling kind of vulnerable and worried. You know, I know it's been tough for a lot of people in the last year. Having young kids during lockdown is challenging. We haven't been able to you know, get any support because our parents and siblings haven't been allowed to help. Our income has been affected, as has our ability to work, you know, looking after the two babies. But this is not me complaining at all. This is me saying I am more grateful than ever for my family. I can't wait to see my folks and my brothers. I'm so lucky to be doing this with Eliza and I'm so in love with my two little boys. Family is a major theme in a lot of my reporting and podcasting simply because it's a major part of Belgian beer culture. And when I talk about family here, you know, I'm aware that you may be close to yours or you may not consider yourself to have one at all. So, you know, what I'm talking about really are those that are close to you, those that you care about, those that care about you. And I'd ask you to kind of read it like that when you're listening to the podcast. So, on New Year's Eve, the last day of 2020, I attempted to find out why Flemish stew is such an iconic family dish in Belgium. The only way to do that is to make one with my own family. My name is Brendan Kearney and you're listening to the Belgian Smack Podcast. Shopping. Hello, hi. Do you speak English? Great. Um, I'm trying to make a Flemish stew. Yes, but. Ah. Stouveray. Stouveray, yes. So I, I wonder, I just need some vegetables for the stew. I, one vegetable. Onion. One vegetable. Yes. And the rest are herbs. Fresh herbs in boxes. Because all you need is uh, low leaf. I don't know what I showed you. This is me in the local so fruit and vegetable shop. You need a lot of onions and this low leaf. Low leaf, so that's like a bear leaf. Yes, for a... So a lot of a lot of onions, onions. and a bay leaf. Hello. We begin with a big casserole, and we make the onions small pieces. Yeah. A lot of butter, and then 
and take them out. Yeah. And then the meat, little pieces, brown, get it out, not too much in many times, and out. So, 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 have, so the, the like uh, some butter, it's the flavor of your meat and the onions. Then you put back the onions in, and you do four um, to, to eat soup, array spoons of huh? flour. You do on the onions, and then you bake your bake until it's a little bit soft and dry. Then the meat you cooked or you baked already, and then a lot of beer. So all the meat is under the beer. Stews are the ultimate comfort food. Meat and vegetables slow cooked at a low temperature and liquid and served in the resulting sauce. They're high in calories and carbohydrates and they're uncomplicated to prepare, often giving you know this nostalgic or sentimental value, which you know is, it gives them the connection to family life. Um, and what you need more is a big piece of brown bread. Yes. And a lot of mustard. Okay. So you take the bread, mustard, and you put it when the beer is in and the wheat, upside down, with the mustard underneath, you leave the bread. And then half power, and it needs to be three to four hours, little, little, little by little. And then it slowly disintegrates. And also the bread is better for to get the sauce with it. Thick. You yeah. see at the end, the bread will be gone, and therefore also the mustard will do it to have, really have no sweet taste. So if you put carrots, you can do this, but it's really not Flemish too. And no, okay, that's probably what we'll do. So, so onions and the, the bay leaves, the laurier. Yeah, laurier at, at, at the end. At with, the end. With, with the mustard and the yeah. Stews have been around since ancient man learned to cook over fire. Cultures all around the world have their own stews, adapted to their particular culinary context. Amazonian tribes used the shells of turtles to slowly cook the animals' entrails in hot water. Irish stew puts lamb and mutton centre stage. The French stew beef in burgundy wine to create beef bourguignon. Russians use sour cream and call it stroganoff. For Hungary, read paprika and goulash. And to create their Flemish stew, the Belgians use the culinary product for which they're most famous, beer. Okay, uh, can I buy this one? And also, uh, how many onions do I need for oh, two people? Two. Uh, four onions will be good. And then you will see everything by step by step. It's very good, very easy. Okay. And it's very good. Very good. Yeah, great. Also, when I think about it. It's, it's good for this time of year. Oh, yes, very good. And do you, do you mix over there sometimes? Okay. Do you mix? Uh, certainly two weeks, one time, every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yes, and yeah. sometimes I take meat. Sometimes I take chicken. Or, yeah, it's, wow. Wow, it's, it's, yeah. or you, um, if you have, uh, like now, it's the season for the, um, the rabbits and uh, the The game, game and stuff, game yeah. Well, same way, same thing, everything the same, but you change the kind of meat, and it's really, therefore, it's, the recipe is fantastic. The Flemish stew, stovere, or stovlees, stoven is the verb to stew is not to be confused with other stew-like dishes that have their origins in Flanders. The Waterzooi, for example, is a stew most associated with the city of Ghent. The Gentse Waterzooi, uh, that's kind of made of like fish or chicken. Vlamse Hutsepot, Hutsen is to shake up the pot when you're cooking it slowly, is a stew made from oxtail, shoulder of mutton, salted bacon, 
and vegetables such as carrots, parsnips, onions, leeks and celery, all of which are served whole. These other stews are all delicious and, you know, in their particular corners of Flanders enjoy exhibitions of real pride, but neither have the cultural cachet nor national prominence of Stouvre and its beer sauce. Indeed, few of these alternatives have overcome the socio-cultural and linguistic divides that separate Flanders from Wallonia in, you know, the way that Stouvre has, making it perhaps one of the few shared national icons of Belgian identity on the same level of fries and the national football team and terrible administration and bureaucracy. And maybe I have some cash, is that okay? You want to try to make it? <laughs> yes, we're going to try. Uh, or you eat it somewhere else, you say, oh, good, no. No, no, we're going to try in at home, because yeah, uh, with okay. the lockdown we can't leave, so. No restaurants or friends, so we have to do it ourselves. Do it ourselves. Yeah. Thank you so much. Good luck. Bedankt. Let me know afterwards. I will, I will. <laughs> Thank you. Butchers. Hello, hi. Do you speak English? No. Um, I'm I'm trying to make a Flemish stew, like a stouvree, and, and I need meat. I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me. It's for like two people, but maybe a little bit extra. Hello, sir. Hi. Is that, is that your meat you take? Yes. Yeah, it's very good. It's good quality meat. Very quality meat. It's pork. Uh, so you did was was still one great onion. Yeah. Uh, one, yeah, one great onion. Uh, your meat. You have a, a, a beer. Which one? Uh, beer. Uh, you have Rodenbach, Brunelaffe. Uh, um, Rodenbach has uh, some uh, sourness. Yeah. Is that all? Uh, um, you can take Pietbuff also. That's table beer. Table beer. Yes. But is it not? Uh, it's it's yeah, but it's less intense flavor, right? Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We do it with, with Piet which, which do you, you do table Pied beer? Beef, yes. Because uh, they like that, it's a little bit sweet. But yeah. Rodenbach is also good. Bruyne uh, Leffe. If you have some uh, Trappisten, it's always good. Yeah. And uh, do, do, do you always you have to be, be careful that you don't have the beer. It's totally disappeared in your uh, carbonara. Then the beer is changing of, of, of tasting. That's not good. Okay. So if you do that, you take one Rodenbach and you pick your little bottle, a little bit of water, chop, 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 and you do it with... So with you need uh, to keep it hydrated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, be careful that not the beer is going, this carrot totally is not good. Yeah. Uh, what, you take your meats. Should, is it always, always pork and not beef? Yeah, you can do both. I prefer pork. Okay, we'll go for pork. I do the beef with red wine. Okay, like a, like a... Uh, the, the French, the French, French way. The French yeah, way. It's psychology. You can do the beef 
with the beer also. Yeah. I think the difference... Uh, but most people here, the classic stovre is with pork. Yeah, with pork. Okay. The, uh, the advantage of pork is when the meat is ready, he's really ready. With beef, you have always the little dreed, dreed in it. You don't have it with pork. Okay. So that's one onion, tame, low lean. Uh, and then you take a brune boterham, uh, bread. Uh, bread, yeah. Bread, uh, brown bread with a label of mustard uh, on it. And when everything is ready, when uh, the juice says you take your, your boterham, uh, taxel to do, uh, you close it. You put the, le the lid on. Lid on, yes, the on lid. the fire, on, on it. Eh? Yeah. You don't mix in it. You just put it on top, yeah. On top. Uh, so you take uh, 50 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you, you look, as my meat is ready, then be careful when you turn in it, the bread is going away in, mm -hmm. in your meat. But be careful, it's niambram. It's not burnt? Yeah. Yeah. Be careful for that. Okay. But normally we do it, we, when we make it, we do uh, f uh, 45 minutes. We set the clock to 45 minutes yeah. on his ring. We look, how is the meat? As you say, ah, it's ready, then you mix in it, and normally pepper and salt, or you take the spices. We take pepper and salt, but that's yeah. something that we, we give to the clients, okay. especially for carbonates. It's I'll, like you want. Well, I, have, I, I bought some uh, Laurier, yeah. and uh, we have some thyme at home. Yeah, okay. Salt and pepper, I think we'll, yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You found the best butcher in town. The what? You found the best butcher in town. Okay, great. Great, thank you. Good luck. Next, we need beer. Uh, so I'm gonna go see if I can find a local beer shop. Pick up some bottles for this stew. Speak English? Yes. I have a question. I'm making a, a Flemish stew. Yeah. And I wondered if you had advice on which beer I could get for a stovere. Yeah, very good Rochefort. Can you use this one? So that's like a. Well, the most we use in Belgium is uh, the St. Bernardus. We use. St. Bernardus? Yes, or the most standard one is the Piedbert. That was not the main. That's the most standard. It's just a table beer. Very, yeah, so that's a table beer. Very, very low, low in alcohol, 1.1% alcohol. So the, the, that one or the Bernardus yeah, is the... the but is this, is this not quite... Um, sweet. Sweet, but also less intense in flavor. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the most standard basic one you can okay, put in. So, and the Rodenbach you also have with Flemish too? Yeah. But also that gives uh, acid. Um, like a sour flavour a little bit, no? Yeah, just one more. But people do use Rodenbach a lot with the... We use, uh, we yeah. use a lot of ones to make <laughs> okay. Flemish too. But the most standard basic one is that one. Where there's no extra flavour. And show me this in Bernardus uh, as well. Sorry. The 12. 12, so yeah. that's and a... From Rochefort, it's the, the 10, it's just a good brown. Uh, the Rasmala is also a good So, so Rasmala the Rush 14, or the Sepanadus up 12? Yeah, that's the most. And the Rosenbach, I think the Rosenbach is going to give you the most special... Yeah, diff most different flavour. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe go for that one. Yeah, I'll maybe go for one, I'll go for one of these two. Yeah. Um, and is this enough beer? How much person? It's two people. Two people. That's enough, yeah. Yeah? Perfect. Just get it all in? Just get it all in, yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, I'll go to the counter. If meat is essential to any good stew, then the addition of beer is what makes a Flemish stew a Flemish stew. The sauce of Flemish stew is made entirely from beer and the juices yielded from searing the meat. And there are three types of beer commonly used in Flemish stew. The first is the Belgian dark strong ale, a brown coloured, complex, high alcohol, top fermented beer with a delicious blend of malt richness, red fruit flavours and spicy notes. This style is most associated with Belgium's Trappy Stabbies, and classic examples include Rochefortine, Chimay Bleu, and West Mala Double. The recipe that we're using, we're going to go for St. Bernardus Ab 12, as the guy in the shop suggested, and you know we're hoping that the resulting sauce is going to be rich and sweet and savoury and intense. The second option is Flemish Red Brown, a sweet and sour beer of mixed fermentation which presents with a red wine-like character, you know, interesting malt flavours there too, and some fruit complexity. It's the beer most commonly used in Flemish stew from southwest Flanders, where people are rightly proud of their regional specialty. The most famous of these sweet sour beers is of course Rodenbach, and in particular the Rodenbach Classic. Other potential alternatives include Petrus Oud Brown, Van der Hinste Oud Brown, Duchesse de Bourgogne, and Leifmans Oud Brown. Sometimes vinegar is included in recipes which do not use this beer style to equip the stew with that acidic touch. It's generally accepted that while a subtle acidic profile in combination with sweetness can be effective in cutting through the fattiness of the meat, too much acidity will make the dish unpalatable. For this reason, more acidic beers like Lambic and Hüse are almost never used in Flemish stew. The third possibility is table beer. Sweet, malty, low bitterness and low alcohol ales which in the 1920s were commonly enjoyed by Belgian children and their parents at the dinner table in place of sugary soft drinks or unfiltered water. While restaurants and family meals prepared for special occasions usually opt for either of the first two options, 
Table beer is the cheapest choice and tends to be used by larger catering businesses, hospitals, nursing homes and educational institutions, all of which produce industrial quantities of Flemish stew, meaning table beer may actually be the style of beer most frequently used to make Flemish stew in Belgium. Table beer delivers a pleasantly sweet sauce, but one with much less flavour intensity than options one and two. The most common brands used are those most accessible in Belgium, Brun Leroy in West Flanders, and Pied-Bouf Brun Foncé in the rest of the country. Other dark beers like stouts and porters are hardly ever used because they would impart in other ways undesirable higher malt bitterness, but also because they do not have the widespread cultural grip in Belgium of the other styles. And one commonly agreed guideline across recipes is the sauce be made with only one beer and not a mix of beers. Recipe writers also suggest the beer served alongside the meal should be the same beer used to make it. Bank contact, yeah. Yeah. Tastes good, eh? Yeah, thank you very much. Good luck. You too. So, okay, great. Good. I'm going home now. But before Elisa and I will be able to make our New Year's Eve Flemish stew, we're going to have to wash, feed and entertain the boys, Fiona and Oshin, and try to get them to bed at a reasonable hour. Now, I met Elisa in 2010 in Peru. And the story goes something like this. In 2007, the city of Pisco in the central coast of Peru suffered a serious earthquake, which destroyed most buildings, including the homes of the city's families. A volunteer organization started up called Pisco Sin Fronteras uh, to help rebuild those homes. It was made up mostly of North American and European backpackers, most of whom would stay and work in exchange for food and board, some for a few weeks, some for as long as a year. Elisa travelled from Belgium. I was on my way south from Ecuador. You know, we got to know each other over beers and food, of course, but also over music. I borrowed an acoustic guitar and we would play and sing together. Elisa would leave her iPod on my bed with particular songs lined up for me to listen to. Eventually, when Elisa made it to Ireland the following year, we stayed in a small cottage just under the cliffs of Ireland's north coast for a few weeks, and we basically drank Irish whiskey and sang songs together. Zal zijn. Begrijp ik de riemen en 
broeie ik de nacht op, maar als het regent, dan neem ik de trein. This is one of the songs that we recorded in 2011. A Belgian song called Einsam met jou by Yevgeny. Basically means lonely with you. I guess without that time, we would never have gone on to start a family and, you know, we wouldn't be making Flemish stew on New Year's Eve 2020. So here's baby Oshin, four months old. Oh, he's on the phone, Oshin. You get the hiccups. Oh, that's okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Goodbye. There's a lot going on in there, isn't there? Poor wee man. <laughs> Good boy, get it out of you. That's it, that's all the milk. 
Will we wash your hair, Fionn? Come on, let's wash your hair. Now we're giving Fionn a bath. First we're going to leave. It's okay, it's just a bit of water. Now we put some soap, some shampoo. Here we go. Oh no, 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 don't drink it, don't drink it. Don't drink that dirty bath water. Pyun, no. Pyun? <laughs> don't drink it. Don't drink that, that's dirty. Now it's time for a bedtime story from a Peppa Pig book. I'm trying to get the boys a little bit settled for Elisa because I want to make a call to someone for advice on cooking this Flemish stew. Hello, my name is Tears, I'm Peppa Pig. Peppa and George. Hello, allemaal, zegt me niet. Doodoon. Close the bin. Yeah, I know. That's the bin. See, they're going to recycle the rubbish. Oh my God, he did a shit. It sounds wet. Nokkaka. Yeah, I hear that. Okay. Something's up. He's not well. Doodoon. Okay. Okay. Papa and George helping me on the ontbeet spullen up to ruimen. Yeah, that's, they've got a calendar and we've got a calendar. Look, heen flessen in the vullnes bak hoeien. Die kunnen herrecycleriert worden, zegt mama. Yeah, okay, don't, don't, don't hit the book, Fionn. Fionn? Um... <laughs> you don't want to read it anymore? Okay, that's, fi that's fine. Can we, can we do your nappy? Right, Fionn. Yes, sir. <laughs> can you do your nappy for me, please? Come on, let's do your nappy. So after the nappy, Elisa minds the boys while I make the call. Like, Flemish stew is... I guess it's called what stovre or Vlaamse stovre yeah. or stovlees. Yeah, so, so like the, the carbonate flamande they say in French. So uh, what do those things translate into English as? Is vlees is meat? Yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's like uh, a kind of uh, the French. You have the beef bourguignon, which is the the French version of our uh, Flemish stew. Um, and it's uh, stovere. It's from the from the way you cook it. You you uh, you do it very slowly. That's what we knew, what we call stoven. Um, and so they made it uh, stovere, um, and that's why they call it uh, what, what they call it stovlees because you use meat um, which is um, made for 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 stoven. Uh, it's it's meat. You if you fry it. Uh, it gets very chewy, uh, and you need to stoven. You need to uh, yeah. make it uh, st uh, stovlees. It's it's made it's meat that is um, made for stoven. Yeah. This is Peter de Klerk. He's a chef and culinary expert, formerly of a national TV food channel VTM Koken, and now owner of his own food studio, Cour de Buff. 
that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, of course. And um, like, you know, I've heard a few people sort of mention that it's kind of the national dish of Belgium. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, it's, yeah it's, you find it in every friture. Uh, you, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's something all the people eat. Uh, Jeroen Meus made like uh, an election uh, which dish should be uh, or national uh, dish, and they elected uh, the Flemish stew in the middle of the vegetarian uh, month. <laughs> Um, so that makes uh, yeah you have every in February you have like uh, uh, one month without meat um, before uh, Easter, um, and then there was an election from Jeroen Meus for his uh, um, thousandth um, how do you say his yeah the, he had a, his TV show he did it thousand times. And so, is it, it's not the the Dagelijkse Kost. Yeah, Dagelijkse Kost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and to yeah. celebrate uh, number thousand, they said they were uh -huh. going to elect uh, a national dish, and it was um, stoflees. Yeah. It's it's something uh, every household has his own recipe. I think uh, every mother has his has her own uh, uh, recipe. It's uh, everyone has his own opinion about stoflees. I think it's like uh, the pistolets from uh, from the from the from the bakker, from the from the bakery, yeah, bakery, yeah, yeah or uh, or the fries. Everyone has his own opinion. Um, someone wants it with more sauce or less sauce. Um, I don't know, vegetables, no vegetables, um, a thick sauce, a thin sauce. That's, uh, I think everyone has his own opinion about uh, about <laughs> Flemish too, yeah. Yeah, because you know, it's if everyone's making it, there's going to be a bunch of different variations, and yeah. you know, if if like. So if it is the kind of the national dish, if, if people do say, yeah, without doubt, normal people who just make make it once in a while or chefs who are, you know, performing at a higher level, everyone agrees. Why do you think that is? What's, what is it about the dish that makes it so Belgian, if you know what I mean? Oh, it's, 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 it's comfort food. It's just one big pot and you put it on a table. You serve it with, most of the time, fries. Um, so mayonnaise, um, it's 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 easy. It's just one pot. It's it's also pretty cheap because you you, you don't need very expensive uh, meat. It's pretty easy to make. Um, it's it's with beer, <laughs> which also is probably a reason why it's so popular. Um, it's just it's um, it's beef bourguignon. It's it's with red wine. It's it sounds very fancy. It sounds very expensive. Yeah. You have to marinate the beef one night in the red wine. Um, Rahu. Uh, it's it called. It sounds very yeah fancy. And Stoffles is just everyone likes it. If you're rich, if you're poor, if you, it's it's food for everyone. I think. Um, it's nothing fancy. You can eat it in 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 a, in a normal bistro to a fancy restaurant. Everyone serves it. It's it's yeah. You know what I mean? It's it just just it's just yeah. Food. It's it's really of the people. Yeah. yeah, it's of the people. And I think you know it's got it's got sort of the ingredients are things which are um, you know they're there in Belgium, so you, you don't yeah. have too many vegetables in it. You, you know, it's based no. on it's basically meat, which Meat, you know, yeah. you have meat a lot of far, f farmland in yeah, yeah. Belgium to produce that meat. And then also, like you said, beer, which is, 
you know, everyone in, in Belgium knows and yeah. most people drink beer. So, in fact, it's um, just meat with beer. It's it's, <laughs> it's just and you you make it thicker with with um, with some flour or some bread or or and some onions. But in fact, it's just meat. Yeah, beer, and you serve it with fries, so you get the perfect meal. So the the um, one of the things I've I've kind of I went to a few butchers um, to to kind of buy different meat and stuff to, to and ask them their opinion, and some people said that for a, for a classic stovere I should use beef, but maybe the same amount said I should use pork. So is there any, does it not matter or do you think one way has to be a certain meat? For me, it's, it's with beef, I think. Uh, or you can also, I like it very much with pork cheeks. Uh, I think yeah. a lot of people like it with pork cheeks. It's a bit more expensive because, yeah, a pork has only two cheeks. But it's, it's, it's very tender it's, um, if you cook it the right way. But I think traditional people like it with beef but in some regions because it's so uh, every region has its own speciality like in in Ghent they used a lot of um, orga- organs or, uh, no not organs um, not organ uh, like liver and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I don't know what kind of meat is that I don't know the word in English um, and then like in the Rupelstreek and in, in uh, Brabant uh, they used horse meat uh, really? yeah um, so everyone has, yeah, you, uh, yeah, there are like regional, you have some differences, um, but traditionally it's with beef or, and that makes it uh, cheaper with, uh, with pork if you don't use the pork cheeks. But yeah, in, in the past, it was just a way of, uh, you had the pieces of, of beef you couldn't use like a steak or something like, like a tenderloin or, or, or a cotalos or something. So you, they they cook it in 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 a broth, and that's that's the history of a stew. They cooked it in a broth, and then they use beer, and then you have stew. Yeah. So so yeah. So about the meat, um, yeah, the front shoulder of of the beef, uh, the chuck, the the round, uh, that are the pieces uh, you need to to make uh, stew. Don't use uh, don't use a tenderloin or how do you call it, a ribeye or or yeah um. and the um so, so like a, a lot of stews in other countries they kind of pile up a lot of vegetables in there so they have you know different root vegetables yeah like carrots sometimes even maybe parsnips uh they yeah. have a lot of like even things like peppers definitely things like mushrooms yeah. um like what's the situation with vegetables on the Flemish stew? <laughs> I think they don't like vegetables here. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, personally, I like it with onions and some carrots. Um, nothing more. Uh, maybe yeah, parsnip, turnips. Yeah, and then you get a real, yeah, a real stew, <laughs> which is not stovelace. I think. I think a lot of people just want stovelace meat, onions. Uh, and some some spices, but not not a lot of vegetables. I yeah, think. the the, th- the thing that I encounter a lot is that if it's if it should only have onion and nothing else, and yeah. if it has more than onion, it's not stovelace. Yeah. And it's just a stew. <laughs> and I asked I asked about like carrots, and they were people were saying, you know, that first of all, that's something else. Like you said, it's it's, it's another type of stew if you yeah. add carrots. 
But also they say that if you add carrots to snowflakes, it makes it too sweet. Yeah, it makes it more sweet, but if you like it, that's, yeah, yeah, I like it a bit more sweet. So, um, yeah, that's true. It makes it more sweet, of course. Also, if you add parsnip or turnip or something like that. But, um, yeah, you get just a one-pot dish with a lot of vegetables. That's, yeah, just a stew. And then if you need stofle, if you want stofles, you have to forget about the vegetables. Maybe just a little salad on the side. Mm-hmm. But I think just people just want mayonnaise, fries, and stew. It's okay. okay. <laughs> and then, um, okay, so you've got your onion and you've got your, your meat. Yeah. Um, uh, next um, is like herbs. Um, yeah. Laurel and parsley. Yeah, so uh, that's that's laurel is like bay leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bay leaf. Yeah, sorry, bay leaf, um, parsley. I use a little bit of thyme, rosemary, but not too much rosemary because then it's yeah, it's pretty strong flavor. So I think a lot of people just don't want rosemary; they just want bay leaf, parsley, mm-hmm. and a bit of thyme. Um, you can add uh, juniper berries or um, cloves. Um, I, I like the flavor of, of juniper berries or, or um, cloves. Um, but again, if you add too much juniper berries, you get like a Christmas stew. And you can use mm-hmm. deer or other, be- other kind of meat and then you get the Christmas stew. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. So I think just for a normal stew... Uh, use some cloves, not too much, uh, uh, pepper, salt, um, bay leaves, parsley, uh, maybe a juniper berry or two or three. Um, I mean, would the, would the cloves not make it too kind of, um, yeah, well, clovey, too like spicy, too... Yeah. Would it not be an overbearing flavor? If you don't, add, it, if you don't add too much, of course. If you add uh, five or six, it's maybe just two or three. Maybe it depends. Yeah, For four yeah. people, two or three cloves. Yeah. Um, yeah. You add you add some bread, and my mom always adds one um, uh, boterham. Uh, slice of bread. Yeah. Slice of bread with confiture and another one with mustard. One with 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 jam. Yeah, with jam. Yeah, because I've 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 heard the mustard for sure. Everyone yeah, everyone yeah. puts the mustard on, but tirantain. You, you have to make tirantain. You have you have to use tirantain mustard or some local mustard uh, to make it to make it the real Belgium uh, stew. Yeah, uh, and the key the yeah. key is not to not to like upset or mix the bread, but let it sort yeah. of disintegrate yeah. itself. Yeah, just wait, 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 wait. Uh, my mom also sometimes she uses uh, gingerbread, uh, uh-huh. so one slice of gingerbread. But again, that's what that's how my mom did it. It's more. Uh, that's one of the small variations yeah, in the family, in the family yeah, yes. family home. Some people kill me because of the gingerbread, but uh, <laughs> just use a slice of bread, uh, with, or with or without the cost. Eh? That's also a discussion. Um, white bread, brown bread. Uh, I think white bread will do it uh, for sure. And then one with mustard, and it depends. You can use one with jam or with stroop, uh, Leukse stroop. Yeah, so that's um, like a, the the Liège syrup you can yeah, buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which so, is really sweet. Which is really sweet. So don't add too much if you don't like it. Um, and then of course you have your beer. Um, you probably know it's old brown. Uh, dark beer or a Flanders red. Also, again, 
the parts of the uh, difference in region. Yeah, so, so, so that obviously has a big difference in the flavor as well, yeah, because I would imagine if you're adding... Rodenbach or well, a, a smaller double, it's a big difference. Eh? It's of a, course, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, does that mean that there's some acidity in, in the stew if yeah. you're using an, an old brown? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And if you use a smaller double or a Sibonado 6 or 8 or 12, it makes it more, it makes it more sweet, malty, uh, maybe. Um, so that's that's a very big difference. Um, so people make and it with the Rodenbach, uh, yeah. Pork yeah. Like you say, that's more yeah. a regional thing. If you're yeah. in the, the Streik van Russelada, then you, you're going to use something yeah. which is local. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then like pork. Yesterday I had pork cheeks with Rodenbach, which is a very traditional combination. Um, and would you ever make the Flemish stew with Rodenbach? No, I also make. I always make it with Sibernardus uh, or the Westmala, or I make it with a dark ale. So, so I, I went to the, the, the beer shop near me and yeah. I, I just asked the guy, you know, what beers most people buy locally uh, for Flemish stew. And he said it's it's one of three types. He said either they choose um, the uh, a table beer yeah, or they choose a strong dark ale. And he gave an example of St. Bernard du Sab 12. Yeah. Or they choose the Rodenbach. Yeah, well... So those are the three, and I guess the table beer option is for a cheaper stew. Maybe they're making bigger quantities, mm-hmm. and but I would imagine that the the flavor intensity would be much, much, much less, and a lot probably a lot sweeter with yeah. a table beer than it would be with you know with with the the Bernardus. For sure, yeah, of course. If you use a Bernardus twelve or a West Vlaten twelve or a, or a West Malmable, you get way more flavor than just cheap uh, table beer but i remember that my grandmother she made it with uh, with table beer and then she put the table beer on the table and we could taste of the table beer that's one of the memories of my childhood yeah it, yeah. it brings me back now when you, you tell it uh about the stew i also um some people add cider or, or vinegar at the end to make it to have to give it a bit more uh, acidity yeah, that's probably more the case if you're using one of those kind of big, rich, dark eels. Yeah. So that, w- w- which have a lot of, you know, richness and flavor and you want to slightly cut it with a little bit of vinegar or a little bit of acid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then obviously the, the, the next big thing is you've got all that in the pot, your bread sitting on top with the mustard on it. You just, you just basically need to give it time, right? Yeah, and don't put your fire too high. I, I I like it to make it in the oven because it's you can control it. For example, 140, 150 degrees, uh, and then just just three hours, three hours and a half with the lid on, um, and then just wait, wait, make your fries, clean your house, do something else. After the call, it's time to feed the boys and prepare the ingredients of the Flemish stew. It's decided that I will deal with the boys as best I can while Elisa leads the cooking. Elisa's specialties are oven dishes and chocolate desserts, but she can turn her hand to lots of dishes. By profession, she's a teacher of Dutch to people who have come to find a life in Belgium, like me. But she studied English and Spanish at college, and for a short while journalism, and was involved in music and theatre in school. Music was always a big part of her family life growing up 
as it will be for us and for Fionn and Oshin. We'll be teaching the boys some Irish songs so that even though they're growing up in Belgium, they know where they come from. We'll teach them a song called Lantan Glas Gidor, a song for longing for the green fields of Guidor from someone who has left Ireland's shores long ago. It's a song my mum used to sing when she was younger. Elisa was brave enough to sing it with me at a concert in Belgium a few years ago. Never have the words been so apt. Never has our family longed for Ireland as much as during these COVID pandemic lockdowns. Part 3 Cooking I'm gonna tell you that I love you 100 times a day You'll get tired of my voice That's how much I'm gonna tell you that I'll miss you I'll miss you if you go the meat and we need the big um, crusette pot for the onions and then we will add the seared meat to the big pot to cook. So this is Elisa. She's getting ready to take this Flemish stew on. Okay. So melting butter first. New Year's Eve, Kearney. What are your, what are your, um, <laughs> what are your New Year's resolutions? Don't ask me. Sleep. Yeah, Sleep. No, um, I don't know. Uh, anything better than 2020? No. Our son was born in 2020, so it was a great year. It sure was. Sure, a great year. <laughs> and, and like. Is 2021 going to be better than 2020? Can it be worse? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Um, 2020 was a year of 
being very slow for most part of it because I was pregnant and then being very tired for the second part of it. But also a year of a lot of love and a lot of cuddles. What I'm looking forward the most what I'm looking forward to the most in 2021 is family. Definitely family. I realized now more than ever how important family is and how much I miss both mine and yours. So yeah, let's just And like how hopeful are you that we're gonna be able to have family gatherings at some point next year? I have to be hopeful because otherwise I'll cry. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm very hopeful. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, think, I think obviously big family gatherings won't be possible for a while, maybe even until summer or later. But for now, I just, I just want your folks to be able to see our kids and play with them and just see them grow up. I think both your folks and my folks are suffering quite a lot and they're not showing it to us because they don't want to show us that they're yeah. in pain, yeah. you know? They, they want to protect us from, from what they're, whatever they're feeling because obviously we need them at the minute and they have been there for us a lot and they know that it's difficult for us but I think it's I think it's very difficult for them not to be able to be there seeing their grandchildren grow up you know I think that will be I think the biggest joy hopefully in 2021 hopefully just Seriously, like family is the only thing I want in 2021. That's the just realization of yeah. So we're gonna sauté the onions in the big pot here. Um, Crusette. In the big crusette, yeah. Um, and then, I mean, this first this first thing, this first stage, kind of just takes most time, you know, just. Searing the meat, look, it's, it's getting nice and mm -hmm. looking brown nice and outside, brown, yeah. gold brown, you know. So you want to turn the meat as well so it's seared on all sides mm -hmm. before you add it um, to the onions. And I mean, this is something that. Classic Flemish dish, right? I mean, mm -hmm. does your mum, did your mum make this when you were growing up? Oh yeah, lots, loads. Um, she made this like on, you know, Sunday dinners with these stew with homemade chips, frietjes, mm -hmm. the thin ones. Uh, this, this is an article that's straight in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It's New Year's Eve. You're. Uh, you're supposed to be drinking, right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. 
It says here one and a half bottle of um, St. Bernardus up, so maybe we should add two. Definitely. Is that one and a half 33s? Yeah. For well, one kilogram? So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely on two. I think last time we had what we added quite a lot of beer, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So. It turned out really nice. Yeah. Maybe I can keep a small piece of meat for Fionn. Would he eat that? Yeah, but is that cooked enough? No. Oh shit, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a great cook or anything. I just, I, I like cooking. I like trying out new things, but I'm not like, you know, I'm not an experimental cook. Like, I just, I, I know a few things that my mom taught me and I just like to make those and sometimes I just... I think you're greatly understanding yourself there. <laughs> but, you know that that's not true. But I mean, would you, would you like that the boys or, or know their way around? Oh, definitely. They, they, have to, they have to be able to make a few things. Like when they go studying, like they have to be able to... I don't want them to eat eggs every day. Like. Hello, Fiona. Hey, Fiona Bunny. We get cakein. I get cakein? Wow, cake and dry. Cake delicious. Oh, what's your shit? Delicious. Delicious. John, are you hungry? We're going to give you some potatoes. Got to sit in your chair and get some potatoes. Actually, do you want to do that first? Actually. Yeah. So, um, in the juices of the meat, um, we are pouring the St. Bernardus Apt. Um, two bottles. So, the beer kind of takes all the juices and whatever's left there of the meat. Um, takes it all in, soaks it all up. Is that how you say it? Good, <laughs> Don't laugh. So, two bottles, two small bottles of Saint Bernardus Apt, and then we bring the beer to a boil. Yeah, so there, there is quite a lot of beer. Um, it's boiling now, so I'm going to add it to the meat and the onions, um, and then. It will cover most of the meat and then it will simmer down. What noch? Noch more to clean. So yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna add it to the meat. Um, and I'm gonna kinda scrape all the nice bits that are left in the pan from the meat. I'm gonna scrape all those into the pot. Right, so you, all the, the good stuff. So basically, the meat is actually completely covered now with the beer. And then we're gonna turn up, we're gonna, how do you say that? Turn up the... Yeah, increase the temperature. We're gonna increase the temperature. And we so we're not we're not covering. You want some of the yeah. Off. Exactly. Yeah. We're not putting the lid on because um, 
some of it will evaporate and other ways like you know the sauce needs to thicken so yeah so part of the this is thickening of the sauce thing is the bread and the mustard yeah and uh, so um, some people add flour yeah you can but i i rather not <laughs> i just i just like like the sauce will get thicker um if you let it sit simmer for a long time it will get thicker and the bread adds to it um you can also add um a bit of like paper cook uh, that's like a but that's, gingerbread thing yeah gingerbread it's quite sweet what i would like what i like to add as a sweetener is um liege syrup which is another typical you know belgian product very sweet um but it, it adds a lot i think in flavor as well so um, and with bread, you don't like put it in a stir, right? You just have a sit. Yeah. So what you do, you 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 put mustard on the on the bread, and then you just put it on top of the meat with the mustard facing down, mm -hmm. uh, and then you just let it sit there, and it it'll disintegrate. It'll disintegrate into the sauce itself so you just it's all about time really stew is all about time you, you need you need to give it time as regards to uh, herbs yeah. we're going to add bay leaf and thyme so bay leaf and thyme are what you need. You can also add parsley. Some people add parsley. Um, some people add cloves as well. Cloves is very, you know, gives you a special, very typical taste. I'm not going to add that now, but you can if you know if you like that. So um, bay leaf, thyme, and then some of the liege liege syrup, and then the bread with the mustard goes on top, and then you just let it simmer for an hour and a half, two hours, you know. And then it's ready to serve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My God, the kitchen's a mess. No, it's great. It's like um, it's as if we're hosting like a big, big party. I know. I'm New Year's Eve party <laughs> for like just us. Huh? Uh oh. Did you drop one? So you can put quite a lot of mustard on this bread, by the way. You know, a thick layer, thick layer of yeah. good, good mustard. This. So you're going for a good no, 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 no. bakery bread? No, no. Oh, the smell of it. Wow. No, 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 no. So I'm putting the bread and the mustard on top. And did I forget something? Pick up everything, right? Bread's in there. Luxus drops in there. Yep, yes. Onions, yep. beer, meat, thyme, laurel. Just need a wait now, I think. 
get the boys to bed? Yes, please. We did get the boys to bed and we served ourselves up the Flemish stew and it was absolutely delicious. Soft, juicy meat and rich savoury sauce. Usually we would stay up on New Year's Eve and watch Jules Holland introduce a bunch of interesting musical guests on his nanny, but not having had much sleep the night before because of the boys and just being exhausted from dealing with stuff we both collapsed in our bed long before midnight. That's fine, you know, that's, that's part of family life. A year before I moved to Belgium, Elisa and myself wrote and recorded a song in Ireland. The song was about a place trying to cure itself after experiencing hurt. I came across it recently when I was looking through old audio archives. I was surprised how well it stood up to our current situation and how it might apply to families like ours that had, you know, experienced a difficult 2020 and also to a world that is trying to heal itself. I don't normally make New Year's resolutions, but I guess the song reminded me to try to make more music with Elisa this year and maybe even with our boys too. Maybe when we next meet with our extended families here in Belgium and back in Ireland, we can eat stew together and drink beers and play music. Getting back on your feet can be long and hard, but the song reminded me that, you know, it can be done. Here's the song. Some of Elise's friends call it the Poo Poo song, but the actual song title is Recover.
visit Flanders for their support in producing this podcast and thanks so much to you for listening and thanks to my family to Elisa de Pepera for making stew with me and to the boys my little warrior Fionn and my poet Oshin who will be eating stew for years to come my name is Brendan Kearney this has been the Belgian Smack Podcast until next time love what you do (laughs) 